today I'm joined by Tara Green from Green Tara Wellness. Uh, if you're ready to get your glow on and enhance your energy and confidence, this is the lady to go to, a wonderful holistic health coach that we're going to ask a few questions of today to really see some insights into how she lives her life and how it might help you change some perspective on your life and your health as well. Hi, Tara. Hi, Belle. How are you? I'm well today, a little bit full of excitement and nervousness, but doing well and harnessing the butterflies, making them fly in a straight line. And you, how are you? (laughs) I am so well. Thank you for asking and thank you for having me on. No worries at all. So we'll jump straight in. I'm going to ask you, what inspired you to become a holistic health coach? Great question. Great starting point. Well, I'd really come to a breaking point in my own life probably about four years ago and I was burnt out. I was riddled with illness and I started following a beautiful friend of mine who was a holistic health coach. And I just remember having this sinking feeling in my the pit of my stomach and I just thought, I don't want to feel like this anymore and kind of mm. wondering if there was anything else out there and her work really transformed my life um, in literally like one free ebook and then I started to look into the program she'd studied the um, health coaching program and decided within a week to do it myself initially for my own health but then um, as what happens when you put it out there and the universe delivers I was shot upright in the middle (laughs) of the night and the business name came to mind I hear you on that feeling in the pit of your stomach. I'm sure we've all experienced that about, is it going to get any better for myself? And what what can I do for myself? Am I missing out on something that I should be doing? You know, and that ebook, you know, the free content is is fantastic places for people to start. And I know that your website now offers plenty of free resources for anyone looking to if they've got that sinking feeling so um yes can you describe what what motivated you I know that you're saying a friend of yours followed but then you signed up to the course very quickly what was the final thought that motivated you to, to do something for yourself I think it was also the fact that um <clears throat> excuse me I've just got a bit of a um congestion happening um, <laughs> so I think it was just the fact that I wanted to also get out of my own career. I wasn't enjoying it. Mm. So I think that was kind of like the deciding factor of, okay, I could actually one, follow a passion while helping other people. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. And seeing other people really lit up and not having to have that pit of your stomach feeling that is this it? So I love Mm. being able to serve people in that manner. Oh, that's gorgeous. Yeah, absolutely. And I guess, when you're serving people, you talk a lot about healthy diets or not possibly mm-hmm. diets, but healthy lifestyles. Um, so I want to ask you, what what does a healthy diet or lifestyle mean to you? Definitely. So I've got the short answer and the long answer to this. Um, <laughs> for me, the short answer is mindfully consuming really colourful whole foods, um, you know, most of the time. So I live by the 80-20 rule, 80% of the time eating well, 20% of the time, obviously, you know, having, indulging a little bit. Um, but exactly as you said, like, it's not just about a diet, it's about a lifestyle. And mm. my one of the main philosophies from my training um, is primary and secondary foods. So those primary foods are the things that really fuel us, like career, relationships, physical activity and spirituality and if one of those is out of balance the 
food that we choose to put in our mouth is going to look very different. So I love the example of kids being outside playing all day. They haven't eaten and mum's like, come inside. And they're like, we're not hungry mm-hmm. um, because they're really filling up on that the primary foods of relationships and physical activity. And in the reverse, in you know more of a mm-hmm. negative sense, mm-hmm. when someone's really wanting that soulmate to call them in, be in that relationship and – you know, they get home from work, they're lonely and their their cuddle is in the fridge in the form of a chocolate bar or whatever it might be for them. Oh, absolutely. I hear you on that in the reverse because actually having a kid myself, she's three, mm. little three-nager, um, <laughs> <laughs> on rainy days when we can't go out inside and play and she hasn't had that stimulation that she'd normally get outside, there's a lot more of, I want some snacks or I'm hungry, <laughs> yes. you know. Uh, and that 80-20 rule, uh, I, I love the idea of when you go to the supermarket or wherever you buy your produce or food for the week, we do a weekly shop, we plan out our meals and we write down yes. what we need um, so we don't go off off book, so to speak. Mm-hmm. But we actually use that 80-20 when we're looking at our shopping and we look at it all laid out, we go, hey, is 80% of that okay? And all yes. right, is 20% of that not okay, but we're okay with it. Do you know <laughs> what I mean? So that's a good way to think of it when you're at at the lines as well. Um, Yeah, perfect. I love that. Great tip. So can you tell us a little bit more? I know that a speciality of yours is is working with women, particularly around their hormones as well. Mm -hmm. Um, Can you tell us more about how diet affects our hormones? Definitely. There's there's so many different ways that this can impact and I suppose the two main ways that I really focus with my clients on and my audience is firstly stress and blood sugars so we have our stress hormone cortisol um, and then we have our blood sugar hormone insulin so basically just think of all the hormones just doing a little dance they're all interconnected just like our bodies we just can't look at one system over another we are whole being so we need to look at everything and how it works together but what happens is that so many of us are in that constant state of stress we might not think that we are because we've become so used to living that way our Mm. bodies you know used to functioning that way but even that never-ending to-do list Mm. running through our minds creates that that state of stress within our body so that puts us into that fight or flight and when we're in fight or flight we're not in rest and digest so back in you know, caveman times, survival was to run, freeze or fight. And so our body's not going to prioritise digesting. It's not going to prioritise having babies because it thinks, no, it's too dangerous to do that. So what happens is that our body shuts down in all other areas except for our extremities where our blood, all our um, sugars go into our bloodstream so we get that quickest form of energy and we can fight, fly mm-hmm. or freeze. Uh-huh. So then what happens is we're not in rest and digest. So our gut, so gut health is so vital here as well. I harp on about that all the time. Um, It is where 90% of our immune system lies. But then our um, nutrients aren't absorbing and our body's not running effectively. So this throws everything out. Then put on top of that our processed diets, our refined carbs and sugars, and our blood sugars are spiking. And when they spike, our other hormones like our sex hormones like um, estrogen can't do their thing. And our ovaries, our sex hormones, we all have insulin receptors in different organs of the body. So what's happening is I'm seeing a lot of people, they're becoming insulin resistant. So the body is just not listening to that signal. The cells aren't listening to the signal. So it can't actually 
get insulin into the cells mm. to help that blood sugar regulation. So this is what happens and then this leads to things like PMS and um you know, issues with hormones like PCOS that are directly linked to insulin resistance. It's a whole, it's a whole rabbit warren of um, issues and things that can happen there, but that's probably the two main ones. Oh yeah. Great. Thank you. And um, I hear you when you were saying about resting and digesting and, and in some other terms, it's called, it's been called parasympathetic and sympathetic states. I guess mm-hmm. chiropractors use that more, but it's really important because uh, I know when I was on holidays in Thailand, resting on a beach, you know, relaxed for the week, drinking tropical smoothies and mostly, <laughs> you know, fruit and veg, my skin cleared up, my husband's skin cleared up, you know, yes. he gets his little red dots, which we think it's from gluten on his skin, little red bumps. Mm-hmm. And we just, you know, we lost, we lost the, 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 the bulge and the, the bloating. So mm. I do think it's something... I mean, we have to be really aware of that resting and digesting. I love that. That's how you say it. Mm. And definitely. And then that stress um, also causes inflammation in the body. And so Mm. we need to be mindful of reducing our stress and then also looking at a diet that does promote that alkaline state. And that's why I love the Zandi product so much because it's helping your body get what it needs to function as it needs to crowding out. I love to say, add more of the good in and the other stuff will naturally fall by the wayside. That's it. Crowding out. And thank you, you know, for mentioning the Zandi organics has that anti-inflammatory ability and that's why it was formulated really to mm. ease inflammation in the body, but you're not going to be absorbing these nutrients we put into this lovely food unless mm. we're resting yes. and digesting. So really good point. Thank you. Um, okay. So, here's one for you a bad day for you what might happen oh I laugh at this question um because people that know me well would know that I'm the girl who packs her esky her cool on road trips and make sure that I have all my pre-packaged home-cooked food so I actually don't allow myself to get caught out that much um but there's still I'm not perfect there are still times I suppose we're all human I've just Yeah, exactly. But I've learned to eat in a way that my body thrives and that I love. And cravings are just our body telling us that it needs something. And so obviously my body is getting what it needs because I don't really have those cravings anymore. But that said, you know, different parts of my cycle, different times, if we're traveling, you know, it might look like the fried chips or the the wedges out at um, a pub or something, or it might look like too much of that beautiful organic sourdough, even though it's mm-hmm. fermented and it's good for our bellies, too, too much of a bad thing, a good thing. Um, and it might be just eating out too much too often and meals full of, you know, salt, sugar, oil, things like that. I know at home, um, if I bake too much, sugar the sugar thing, even though it's natural sugar, it might be dates, might be coconut sugar, but it's still sugar in the form of my bliss balls, cookies, muesli bars, Mm. things like that. So I can have a tendency to go to the more carby, sugary kinds of things. But Mm. all in all, I feel that I'm pretty happy with how I eat and bouncing back. And sugar's a really interesting area for me, particularly. I didn't add any sugar into the blends at Zandi Organics. And the reason being, I think you've kind of touched on it there, sugar can come from so many sources mm-hmm. and it's the buildup of that sugar from all of the sources. Now, tell me about with the spikes in insulin, is this something where too much sugar each day is going to affect what we've spoken about earlier with your hormones and insulin levels? 
Definitely, totally will. And yes, there's so many different forms of sugar you said. So mm. the more natural, less refined sugar we can have, the better. And also having ingredients, having products like the Zandi Organics that are full of those beautiful, fresh, nutrient, fiber-rich um, powders is going to help balance out the blood sugars. So what we need to balance our blood sugars is fiber, healthy fats and protein. So that's what I, when I'm coaching out my clients, I'm like, okay, well, let's look at only having, you know, about an eighth of your plate carbohydrates or sugars, and then having those healthy, healthy fats, proteins and fiber so that you don't get those big sugar spikes. Mm, yeah. And, and I guess one of the other products we added in was a cinnamon. Um, mm. We, you know, I understood that from what I've been studying, cinnamon is really good for regulating blood sugar levels. So put it in put it into the mixes pretty much any mix that had any natural sugars in it we made sure it was packed full of cinnamon too so definitely that's why i love them (laughs) thank you well okay so moving back to yourself you've had a bad diet day how do you recover like what strategies and, and tools do you use to get back on track great question i think the biggest point here is not to beat yourself up Because going back to those primary foods and, as you said, like on holidays, like being happy, I honestly believe that being in that state of fight or flight or being in a state of stress or worry impacts on how we digest our food. So if I'm going to have that beautiful piece of cake or whatever it might be, I'm going to enjoy it and I'm not going to allow myself, you know, I'm not going to beat myself up. So that's probably the first point is just recognize what's happened and then I just get back on the horse. I don't wait until the next day or the next week. You know, I often used to have that mentality, I'll start on Monday, but now it's okay, well, what what can what decision, what's the best decision I can make? Next meal, next snack. And mm-hmm. as I said, those habits, like building up those habits over time, it hasn't happened overnight. It's been like 10 years I've been on this journey but each time I implement a new habit and I cement that, I can bring in another one. So it's just become an everyday part of my life now. Making it immediate recovery rather than making excuses for mm-hmm. recovery, you know? Mm, yeah. I hear you on that. What's the one food that if you had the power to eliminate from people's diets immediately, you would choose to eliminate? Now, this is a great question and so many things run through my head. (laughs) Um, I suppose I would have to say refined sugar and Mm. just the impact that that has on our blood sugar, on our hormones, like leading to disease, inflammation in the body. And that's why I love the Zandi Latte mixes because it's such a delicious, natural, wholesome, nutrient-filled replacement. For the sugar. So when you say refined sugar, we, we... we're clarifying that that is the white sugars or are we yes. also saying, I don't know, what's your feelings towards organic cane sugar too? Yeah, really good question. There is such a debate and with everything, everybody's dif- body is so different. So what I love to talk about also is bio-individuality. Mm. What works for one person mm-hmm. is not necessarily yes. going to work for another. Yeah. So when I say refined sugar, I'm looking at the white table sugar. Um, I do have small amounts of organic cane sugar because it does have all the fiber, the nutrients that it needs to help to balance blood sugars. But you still need to be looking for 10 minutes. I never used to meditate even 18 months ago. So guys, progress, not perfection. Um, I journal and then 
then most days I'm doing yoga or heading to the gym. And then, of course, throughout the day, just eating a rainbow of whole foods, using my Zandy products in there, whether it's porridge or smoothie. My my blends go, my Zandy blends go in everything. I don't care if it's a porridge <laughs> or a smoothie or what it is, it's going in. And so um, they're meant to. So they're meant to. Thank you exactly. so much. Exactly. <laughs> And I guess that another um, thing we value at Sandy is self-care and it's quite a broad area. A lot of people ask, what do you mean by self-care? Well, it can mean a lot of things. It's anything you're doing to care for yourself, taking responsibility for yourself and your health. Um, for me, my health is my wealth, but I wanted to know what does self-care mean to you? Yeah, I love this question. It totally is for me about filling up your cup first so that you can then give to others from that overflow. And I love, absolutely love giving my clients, friends, family, myself, I live by this, a love list and getting people to do something off their love list every single day. Um, because so, so many of us are hardly like we're hardly full. So let's use the analogy of that cup. It's not even full. We want it overflowing. So that's why I take so long to get my day started because I'm overflowing by the time I get my day started. Then if I'm giving, as I'm giving to people that may, that may, you know, take from my cup, but it's taking from the overflow. It's not taking a little bit, you know, the cup's falling down, then it's rising, it's down, it's up, it's down, it's up. And hence we're on that roller coaster of energy, stress hormone, you know, sugar cravings. We're up and down all day because we're exhausted because we're not giving to ourselves first. So by giving to us first, we can then give to others and just share our gifts and message with the world. And I can't encourage others to be the best version of themselves if I'm not walking the talk. Mm, mm. And and the love list, uh, are we able to hear what that might be or is it something for the clients only or? No, I do. I'll have to see if this is something that it was one of my free resources on my website. I'll have to um, see if it's still part of my ebook. But it's just something that I get every single one of my clients to do. And it's literally just a page that has my personal love list on it from back in 2014, where I was in that really low place. And this is something that um, I got through my training. So my friend who had studied before me, this is actually what helped bring me out of that really dark place. Mm. So basically it's just writing down all of the things that you love to do. Now I see this a lot, particularly for mums or busy workers, yes. and you've kind of lost that sense of yourself. Start experimenting, trying new things, you know, going out for a, um, to try new hobbies or try a new sport or, you know, going to like a craft session, just trying new things to work out what you like to do and then start to write those things down. And it might be as little as like for me, it's sitting in the sunshine and it used to be having a chai. Now it's having a Zandy organic chai life, say, in the sun. <laughs> nice plug there. I love that. Yes, perfect. <laughs> um, I just absolutely love that. And so it doesn't have to be these huge things. It's little pockets of time. And I love to sandwich it, do something for me, something productive and something for me. Because it, as women, and particularly as business women, you know this too, Belle, that we're wanting to share a message where we can be quite business-orientated, goal-orientated, and that's very masculine. 
So we need to come back more into our natural feminine energy, which is more creative energy, which is doing things off our love list. Mm. The love list is something that I discovered through your glowing guide, um, a yearly planner Tara does each year, which is fantastic. But I, I genuinely thought this was really a great reflection for everyone to have. Uh, and mm. as you said, as mums, we do tend to lose ourselves a little bit. And for me, it was very helpful and going, yeah, what do I love and what should I want to be doing each day? So it was a really good reflection exercise. Um, Great. And then it, it does trigger in you more goals and ambitions to mm-hmm. do more of what you love, um, which is what life is about, really. Definitely. So, okay, so we've, we've got these strategies coming out now, but what are some tips for busy people, you know, to really get in there and boost their nutrition or their health quickly, something they can do quickly? Definitely. Um, you know, I'm going to say Zandy. <laughs> <laughs> and, and look, Tara's not being paid to say any of these <laughs> things just to put it out there into the world. It's just, it, you know, that's what they were designed for. So I'm glad that it's resonating with you, which is really our audience. So that's awesome. Yeah, definitely. And I just love, um, Belle and I met through family friends and um, one of my family friends said, you should check out Belle's Zandy Organics. I think you'd really love them. And I was like, right, hook me up. And yeah, literally like I've just fell in love with them and I recommend them to everyone because um, people are busy, but we can't be busy enough to not put our health first. Cause as you said, health is our wealth. It's everything. If we don't have our health, we don't have anything. Mm-hmm. So really looking at what's you know adding in as I said crowding out so I use my Zandy products all the time and I suppose the big thing is for me is to just meal prep like grab a whole heap of fresh fresh fruit and vegetables and it's quick and easy to just throw them in a pan I love coconut aminos they're a natural um, alternative to soy sauce and you know cook up some rice like it's so simple and easy to do these things So that would be my biggest tip, just meal prep and add in some of those extra nutrients. I love maca powder as well. It's probably Mm. another plug I will give um, because it's great for working on cortisol, stress hormone, and and balancing your hormones. It's an adaptogen, so whatever your body needs, it helps with that. Mm. Yeah, good for the sex hormones too, I've heard. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, What's the biggest misconception people have about diets or you know the diet yeah diets I was going to say healthy lifestyle but it's not a misconception about healthy lifestyle it's really about what's people's misconceptions about diet yeah it's nutrition is one of those things where we can prove for and against pretty much everything mm, um I find because it is mm. yeah because it is so by individual like it's based on every single person having different needs physiology as you said so the biggest misconception that I find around diets is that one size fits all and that there's one right diet Mm. yeah because there really isn't one right diet for anyone it's yeah yeah what I find is that all diets have one thing in common eat more real food Mm. eat more plant-based and then yeah, definitely. And then it's like up to you. Are you more of a grains person or beans and legumes? Like it's all about working out the basis of it and then building that into what works for you. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. So 
how can others start seeking a more holistic approach to their health? Where would they start? Perfect. So it really starts with those small daily achievable steps in one area. So I love to do, and this is in the glowing guide as well, the circle of life where you look at each area of your life. Firstly, congratulate yourself for what's working well, and then look at the areas that perhaps aren't working as well. Maybe pick two to three areas and say, okay, well, I'm going to start to focus on this first and then just build that up and they'll become habits. And I suppose my biggest um, encouragement for you is to write your goals down and review them because the Mm. reason we don't achieve our goals is because we forget what they are. I'm literally just flicking open my glowing guide now so that I can um, actually read an example to you. I like to give people examples. So my goal for the start of this year in so spirituality creativity and home environment were my three lower scores on my circle of life so for spirituality my goal was to spend 20 minutes meditating six times a week and I really love to focus in on why because emotion drives action so to feel more connected to bring more trust and flow into my life and for answers just to come to me and to lead to that overall feeling of calmness um so then I write down the steps okay first thing when I wake up pour a tea meditate and then meditate 10 minutes at night and I've been nailing that seven days a week and we're only six months into the year because I review it daily and I make sure I've got reminders up to remind me what my goals are yeah so the glowing guide allows you that chance to um, keep reminding yourself as well so anything rolling over you can see it month by month and you've got little checklists in there to say yes I've done these things and you can check it off for those who like to-do lists so there's my plug for the glowing guys <laughs> <laughs> from Tara Green, but it is, it's fantastic. And your website actually is also a really good place for people to start too, um, with lots of free guides and, you know, you've, 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 you've planned it out really well on your website. Just asking, is this what you're after? Is this what you're after? And it's really easy to use from a user experience point of view. So definitely check that out. Um, thank you. Now, who, and we'll put the, the link to the website in, in the post for everyone so they can see it. So uh, this is a bit of a fun question. Who in the world would you invite to dinner and what would you cook? I love this question. I have to think about this for a while because I was like, wow, one person. Hmm, Who really inspires me and motivates me and do I yeah just absolutely admire and there are so many people in my life I love to surround myself with like-minded people like yourself Belle that's why I'm so grateful that we've connected um I would have to say Joshua Rosenthal so he's actually the founder of IIN which is the um institute where I studied my holistic health coaching and I would have to cook my favourite red pumpkin curry, I think. You can't go wrong with the curry, and particularly being wintertime here now in Australia, I had to go for something warming, I think. Yes, beautiful. Pumpkin curry. And so he's the the founder of the Institute for Integrative Nutrition, you were saying. So he's the man who started it all. Um, Yes. So you'd probably like to ask him a few questions as to how, because he's obviously, like you said, you want to be doing lighting people up and then this is where you found your light. Is that right? Definitely. Yeah. He's just such a forward thinker in the well, in the realm of health and wellbeing. And IIN was the first health coaching institute worldwide and it's the biggest in the world. And 
I have been a part of some of their advanced courses, like the hormone and the gut health and the advanced business course. And mm. he's in the Facebook support group, supporting you, you know, commenting directly. And, you know, he's actually referred a couple of um, new students to my work. And I just, I just love that. He's just such a personable person. So um, just to yeah, get inside that brain and hear more about him and, and his mission and his journey would just be incredible. And it's really great that you've answered that someone that has given you your journey. Uh, it shows your passion for doing it for others too, that you'd like to meet the person who gave you yours. So really cool. Okay. Um, so what is your favorite recipe right now? And we can't say the pumpkin curry because we've only <laughs> used him. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that. I thought, okay, let's go for something different then. Oh, I just love food so much. So this was a challenge. <laughs> well, you can say the pumpkin curry if it really is your favorite recipe because it sounds delicious actually. <laughs> right now. It's actually my um, gluten-free, dairy-free, plant-based enchiladas. It was my red pumpkin curry. I kind of go through stages of trying new recipes and I often find a new love. So right now that's it. It's really quick and easy and delicious and packed full of nutrients. And I can always add yeah, all my turmeric to that as well as my pumpkin curry. So delicious. Yum. Enchiladas. I love Mexican. And actually so, I noticed that recipe's on your website too. It looked yes, yum. So very good. Them. Very cool. Uh, and what did you have for breakfast today to give us a little bit of here and now insight? Yeah, yeah I love this question. <laughs> I had my gluten-free oat porridge and in that, so I cooked that in my um, thermi, my thermomix. So I had my Zandy turmeric and matcha. I then have a greens powder, a fibre powder, a vanilla pr- plant-based protein powder <laughs> in that with my almond milk <laughs> and my maca powder for my hormone health and then I top it with organic berries and seeds so I do um, a thing called seed cycling which mm. um, just helps to balance out the hormones in um, yeah with your cycle so currently I'm on about day four so it's pumpkin seeds and flax seeds for me a tablespoon of each and I just put them in the mortar pestle crush them up and sprinkle them on top and it's so delicious because typically I'd have those things in a smoothie Mm. but I've been going for more of the warming foods being winter and I'm loving it it's green it looks like mush but it's so delicious (laughs) yeah and I love that you're using the seeds but you're actually putting them in a mortar and pestle because we're trying to incorporate a lot more seeds we don't do the seed cycling though which is an interesting kind of way to look at it that would be an interesting topic for another day but um you know crushing them up is such a good tip or hack which is leading into my next question nicely um, because that means you can sprinkle it on more and it probably becomes um easier to digest you know because otherwise you've got to crunch the seeds so then if they're ground they can go into smoothies or whatnot uh, even into a green juice um yeah so uh, I guess my breakfast I'll tell you my breakfast you're gonna love this yeah was not similar to that unfortunately (laughs) (laughs) it I I tend to my body isn't always ready for breakfast and you might speak more to this. Yeah. So I had a a matcha latte this morning on almond milk. I had uh, a green smoothie which consisted of kale. I I, I pre-prep my kale with some coconut water. I just blend it up and it becomes really thick the kale. It doesn't actually go nice and smooth in your smoothie, so I keep that separate mm-hmm. and just add a little bit like a tablespoon or two into the smoothie. 
Um, the beet and berry mix yep. went in there this morning with a banana, some mango and pineapple and coconut water. So it was a colder drink, but I was feeling it after my matcha latte. Um, and I sam- yep. I tend to sandwich whatever I eat with two lattes. <laughs> so the next yes. one was, was the turmeric latte and coconut milk. So, yeah. It's not really a lot of whole food. I mean, there is whole foods in there, but I tend to like to drink in the morning. Um, is yes. that something you've come across with people? Yeah, definitely. Um, and so for some people, yeah, they don't want to have something bigger for breakfast. You know, maybe their body's not ready for it. So again, it is about tuning into your body. But then I ask people, okay, if you are skipping breakfast, not that you are, but if, if you know the people listening that are, then have a look at what food you're craving later in the day, like how much coffee, how much sugar are you having because you, is your body kind of playing catch-up. So I love smoothies for that point that you can get, you know, nutrient-packed drink in one. And I, I do, I love intermittent fasting as well to give your body some time to rest. And I mean some people can take things to extreme, but for me, if I have at least that 12-hour break from 8 p.m. till 8 a.m., where I'm not eating at all, it just gives my body a chance to to have that rest and allow my digestion to do its thing. Because one thing that I learned through my training is that those hunger pains are actually really important because what it is is it's actually sweeping out our intestines so that it's like doing a bit of a spring clean. Mm. So we need that oh. for our digestive system to function and not get overloaded. But so many of us are eating too much too often that that's why it becomes congested and overloaded. Yes, yeah. And and we, we my husband and I tend to do a bit of intermittent fasting. Mm. And it is you feel lighter or you feel less bloated um, but not, not because you're, you're just hungry. It's, it's something in there that it feels mm. better in your body. And like what you've just said then is a big aha moment because it is that it's cleaning out, it's ready for the next lot. Because whenever we yep. come off fasting, we never get kind of bloated after we eat from fasting, which you'd think yes. would probably happen, but we mm. never feel that. It's always we don't have any digestive issues after we've been fasting. It's generally tends to be like you said there, when it's overloaded, it's all clogged up and you've eaten another yeah. carby something on top of another carby something. And now mm-hmm. you just feel so bloated and <laughs> you want to go lie down and go into a food coma. <laughs> oh yeah, totally. <laughs> all right. Well, um, I, thank you so much, Tari. It's been a wealth of knowledge. I have one final question, which was around health hacks. So mm-hmm. I like the seed thing. I yes. like the eighty twenty one. Mm-hmm. Um, I also like the 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 keeping in mind about the sugar. So going mm-hmm. to the other sugar sources and not the white refined sugar, cutting that out. What are some other yeah. hacks um, that you know that you might be able to add in there? Yeah, definitely. There's so many, as I said, like these all these little habits that build up over time. Mm. And before I get into that, just touching on the seed cycling, oh, sure. as you said, Belle, I like it's. By crushing them in the mortar and pestle, the heat from it, doing it in a blender isn't wrecking the omega-3s in there. So it's all about the essential fatty acids that our body, our hormones need. So that's, yeah, more of the reasoning behind that, which I find really fascinating because I was blending them up in a blender, but then the heat was hitting it from the blender. So they, I wasn't getting as much from them as I could have been. So this has been a really great tip, a health hack that I'd learned in the past six months. Um, but yeah. Probably my biggest one would be cook once, eat many times. 
So what I mean by that is I, on my Sunday afternoon or even Saturday afternoon, I spend two or three hours cooking and I'll do big batches of food and I'll keep half in the fridge and then I'll freeze the other half so that I keep the nutrients in there. So you're only just cooking once, you might eat two, three, four times, there's four meals there. And then that way you can, if you get caught out, you're busy because that's often what can happen and then we give in to temptation. But if you can just have those meals there and you can grab them out of the freezer or the fridge, you'll you'll set yourself up for success. Yeah, meal prepping is a huge thing. It's something we mm. haven't learned completely. We still do our weekly shop. I mean, we get we get the weekly list and everything written out, but with a, with a, our baby, with Zia, she's three, we don't quite meal prep for her and that is important to do as well we've started to realize yeah. so we're going to look at how to meal prep for children um right because a lot of times we find we've got a meal we've sorted ourselves out but mm. what is it that we've given her and it tends to be something easy like pasta or carby or that's not so nutritious so yeah, yeah great point. because she doesn't always eat what we eat which is hard for children they don't like this the taste of vegetables and there's genuine kind of dietary reasons behind that they haven't developed the the taste sensations or even the you know the ability to break down some vegetables so yes we yeah. need to kind of give them what they can eat but in the most nourishing way so meal prepping i think is huge to that mm. yeah definitely okay um, so yeah, meal prepping is definitely the biggest hack, um, I would say is yeah. out there for health, isn't it? Definitely. Mm. Yes. A big Sunday cook up for the rest of the week. Yes. Fantastic. Yeah, I love it. Well, Tara, again, thank you so much for joining us. Tara is Tara Green from Green Tara Wellness and her website is, we'll put it in the blog post, but for everyone listening out there, it's www.greentarawellness, as it sounds, au. Have a wonderful day, Tara, and we'll speak soon. You too. Thank you so much, Belle. Bye. Thanks for having me. Bye.